This is the talk of Music City Real Estate. Welcome back to another episode of The Talk of Music City Real Estate. Where we educate and motivate all things real estate. My name is Monty Moore with Realty One Group Music City. Hey, and I'm Curie Ann with CMG Financial and my mortgage team. Every week we'll be posting a new episode chock full of Nashville real estate value. Yes, and you can follow along and subscribe at talkmusiccity.com. Got a question for us? Ask away at questions at talkmusiccity.com. Monty. Carrie Ann. Where have you been on my life? And Jason Hoover in the house. And back by popular demand, Mr. TJ Ojohoman. Hey, TJ. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome. Yay. Our moms called each other. Yes, it looks like it. There we go. There we go. Is this power by proximity here? I'm I'm feeling out. I thought my pink would be uh, cool today, but... I'm feeling like we're kind of Easter eggish over here, and <laughs> then you're holding down you're holding down the I'm fort. Just, I'm just cashing things up over here. I love is it. What it is? Yeah. Making it make it happen. Well, this well, is exciting to, to have TJ back with it us. It is. You know, TJ was uh, is seriously backed by popular demand. We had a lot of great uh, reviews from your last experience, TJ. And one of the reasons why I wanted to have you back on here was, um, you know, I think that you've proven that you can do this in an organic fashion. Mm. I mean, I love watching your social media efforts. I love seeing your success. I mean, uh, for those who don't know TJ's um, track record, as an example, last month he sold eight homes, I believe. Eight closings, yeah. Eight closings Amazing. last month. That's, that's pretty significant. So, so the, and the thing I love about TJ is he's willing to share. He comes from a place of abundance yes. rather than, you know, so, so often I think a lot of real estate folks hide their secrets. Mm. And TJ, you, you <laughs> laid it out there and you shared, your, shared the goods and that's what we want some more of that this time. Well, uh, let's go, baby. I'll bring it. Whatever we got here. <laughs> we say success leaves clues and he's leaving them all over the place so we can learn yeah. from him so, for sure. So you, you, you've uh, marketed yourself as the teaching realtor, correct? Mm-hmm. The Nashville teaching realtor. The Nashville teaching realtor. That's right. So let, let's let's know a little bit about you again. Uh, remind us uh, what what uh, gives you the the uh, right, I guess, to have an have an opinion about this business. How long you been in it? What did you do before that? My understanding is you're actually in the banking business before real estate mm-hmm. at one time. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So um, you know. Um, when I uh, got out of college, I graduated from Lipscomb University, started off my career in banking and finance. And the only way I did that was because we had a uh, there was a there was a representative at the university at the time. And I asked him, I said, hey, man, listen, I need help with a job. I mean, I'm graduated at this point. I'm still floating around kind of homeless. And I'm like, listen, I've got one hundred forty four bucks in my bank account and no job. And really no place to leave. The university was letting me stay through the end of the month because I was an RA. And uh, ultimately, uh, he said, well, I'll tell you what. He picks up the phone, makes two phone calls. He gives me the uh, contact to the GM of Lexus of Nashville and gives me the contact to the president of a local bank in the area. He said, take your pick. And I said, well, you know, kind of compare and contrast. What does that look like? He said, well, you know, with the uh, cars, you know, you're going to you know, probably make 90, 100 grand and, uh, you know, you're going to work 60 hours a week, but, you know, make some money for three years and figure out what you want to do. Now, with the bank, you're going to learn a lot. It's going to be a little slower, uh, but you'll be exposed to a lot of information and, uh, you know, and it's a steady two-week paycheck. And so, 
uh, called my uh, called my grandfather. I said, "What do you think, Bishop?" And uh, he said, uh, "He said, well, I said you probably need that two week paycheck. You make sure <laughs> make sure your money's coming when you got bills, son." And I said, "You can get in that commission stuff later." And uh, I said, "Okay." So I started off in the bank, and that's how I got a lot of finance uh, uh, knowledge around lending and uh, around Federal Reserves and around interest rates and uh, just a lot of. Um, insight to how money moves in different industries and then uh transitioned from there uh ended up getting recruited by a friend at the time who was uh, starting a property management company he was a couple years in had some success that he had built up and said hey i need somebody to come in and kind of help me with uh business development so that's what i came in and did and um got my license there and then um uh that we had a brokerage and so i got my license there i was a director of business development helped bring on probably a hundred and 50 some odd properties or more under uh, management so grew that portfolio 60 to 80 percent mm. and then uh, ended up uh, transitioning full-time for myself when uh, when the time was right so ultimately um you know i've learned you know every atmosphere i mean i tell my mentees all the time i said listen if you're going somewhere to work and it, it's not about the money make sure you're learning something while you're there right so i've always learned from every space i've been in uh, so and so it's just definitely all coming full circle now amazing yeah um and and i'm glad to see you growing your team because i know you're going to instill in your team members you know the same kind of uh, knowledge the same kind of commitment the same kind of uh, you know pursuit of excellence and so forth that you have and the foundation that you have in it so tj you know this is a this is um uh july 2022 mm-hmm. and something happened in june of 2022 where it felt like the market shifted mm. So a lot of realtors are wondering what the hell happened, you know, and, <laughs> and um, I, I don't see you skipping a beat. I see you, you know, staying focused, staying mm-hmm. your head down, keep on, keep on rolling. I know you got two little ones to feed right. and a beautiful right. wife. And uh, so you're, you're committed to the, to the end goal here of success at a high level. Uh, but tell me, what are you doing uh, to are you pivoting are you changing anything or are you just staying steadfast with what you've always done with this change in the marketplace I think just expanding what you're willing to touch in real estate sometimes when, when the getting's good everybody wants to touch the one thing the bread and butter the, the low hanging fruit and I'm just going to keep attacking that I think you now have to kind of start tapping into those other skills that you know about uh, and really start kind of uh, challenging yourself uh, to look at some different opportunities, whether it be estate sales, whether it be property management or leasing uh, for investors, whether it be, um, you know, um, uh, starting to have conversations with banks about um, short sale opportunities. You know, you just have to be more creative mm-hmm. uh, and whether it be working with investors and kind of uh, hitting the streets and, and, and doing a lot of research for them. So I think just really expanding, kind of um, looking at everything uh, as needed mm-hmm. um, and then ultimately still um, encouraging kind of that home base of your buyers and your sellers to kind of say hey listen yes things have shifted this market but here's how you can reposition yourself in it mm-hmm. and just keeping them uh, keeping them encouraged but because the market's not dead it's just changed a little bit uh, this is what we see with recessions is cyclical ever since the Federal Reserve was established this is nothing new we just got to figure out you know what are the elements for this particular uh, shift or downturn or whatever it may be and then just adjust to it as a professional. So I don't think there's anything to p- 
panic about yet. Uh, I think it's just ultimately knowing where your pain points are and still being able to address those. You know, I'm, I'm personally looking forward to this uh, adjustment. I don't know if you are, Carrie Ann. I don't know if you are, Jason. But um, I'm looking yeah. forward to it because there's been a lot of luck. Um, <laughs> Lady luck. Uh, in the last you know, two years that you, you, you find yourself in a transaction and, and, and you find out the person on the other end doesn't know what they're doing. And which, you know, I'm, I'm, we're always trying to guard our reputation as an industry. Um, so I'm actually looking forward to it. It's going to be painful. Um, it is, but but I, I love I love your approach to it, Carrie Ann. You're the queen of pivot. So one of the things I'd like for you to do with us, not this episode, but an, a coming one, is to talk about all the different financing changes that you are embracing and giving uh, the agents empowerment to, to uh, pursue. Well, you know, what I love about what TJ is talking about is, and Jason, you say this all the time, as as a true professional, we, you know, bumps and things are going to be thrown at us on a regular basis. We just stay the course. We stay calm. We we use all of our skills. We pull out all the tools that possibly we weren't using before, you know, and we do all the things. And we actually have to work a little harder and smarter. Like there's a combo there, you know, um, and and that's okay. I mean, if you want to reach your goals, the decision of another, which means the decision of whatever the market's going to do is not going to dictate my success, mm-hmm. nor is it going to dictate yours, meaning we're still going to be successful if we put our mind to it, right? And so Absolutely. I love what you're talking about with thinking about diversifying because again so many years back that was what happened to the mortgage world like the margins Mm -hmm. compressed Mm -hmm. which means what i made on each unit compressed more than a half which meant i had to double the units to Mm -hmm. still cover the cost to you know keep something moving in a forward direction so um but yeah as business owners that's what you do right you kind of you stay fluid you keep kind of moving um and yes are there people going to um get scared and jump off you know and and get out and possibly and some that means that they weren't meant to be in it anyways possibly i don't i don't know maybe we talked about are you interested or committed Mm -hmm. maybe those interested folks um may you know not be as interested anymore yeah, uh, for sure. And um, like you were saying, you know, it was easy to be lucky mm-hmm. in, in this previous market. And I liken it to, um, you know, as a parent uh, to a Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, yeah. You go there and you play the game and you always win. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tickets. It, yeah, Tickets. You don't have to be skilled to win in that game you know, as opposed to like if you're playing, you know, at a casino, blackjack sure. or something mm-hmm. of that nature. Uh, business is going to continue to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just going to happen a little bit different. I do welcome uh, the slowdown. If you want to say a slowdown, I, I, I look at it as that it's, it, it's getting back into a fair market. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't buy into the gloom and doom that we read about. Oh, the market's crashing. You know, the 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 sky's falling. Mm-hmm. I don't buy into all that. Yeah. I, I do see that it's slowing down, and that you know, with that's going to um, people are going to get accustomed to it. We always do. We're we're uh, clients of or we're we're creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. So once we get into it, and all the uh, the shakeup has uh, settled, and the dust has settled interest rates maybe at six eight you know who knows where it's going to be that will then become the norm right and everything's going to be okay mm-hmm. yeah i mean and talk about you know comfort for your clients you know you hear rates and i know you work with from your first time home buyers to investors right you mm-hmm. work with everybody right. um and so 
as the teaching real estate agent, you know, kind of teaching them through this rising rate market, you know, and clearly I feel like we've already risen. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, you know, the rates were ahead of what the projections were going to be. So we're here. Maybe they will continue. I mean, the Fed's got to move the rates, what, a point and a half still? That's their plan. Oh, yeah. You know, and so hopefully, you know, things will balance out here. We'll we'll see what all that means. But, you know, clients that were born in, I would say born into, right, because they literally, when they were ready to think about real estate it was possibly two and a quarter or was three and a quarter for so long right Mm -hmm. and so then clients and agents right Right. you're right Right. exactly you know Um, and we talk all the time you know yes you had a really high interest rate but you know the price of homes were a lot less Mm -hmm. too right Mm -hmm. so that kind of still balanced out now we have higher prices of homes and higher you know Mm -hmm. interest rates and again whatever higher technically means but maybe you share your your script or how you're walking through yeah i mean and i've had this conversation all month i mean it's just really thinking through you know what we see historically uh from an economic standpoint obviously you cannot couple uh, and I, I hear people all the time, oh, you're right, I just raised 16% when the houses were $85,000. <laughs> it's a whole different ballgame. But, you know, when you've got 400 and 500K houses and yeah. that's your median, right. you know, you can't sustain a 6 7 8% interest rate. However, we know inflation has been incredibly high, probably yeah. 400% than what it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And so they've got to kill the market. We understand that. Um, and so it, what's happening, we knew was coming. We knew they were kicking the can down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it kind of hit them pretty hard and fast, and they're going to have to you know, ride it through and let everybody tank. But what that does for real estate, and here's the beauty about real estate. Real estate is a real commodity, and it has a real value to it. Um, And so it does not just jump up and down maybe like other asset classes, um, although it may shift kind of gradually. But all in all, um, the conversation I've been having is here. Listen, guys, right now inventory is up, what, maybe 50% something? That's something crazy. Mm -hmm. And so you've got... This great increase in inventory. Remember how starved you were, mm-hmm. Mr. Buyer, Mrs. Buyer, to get in the market, right? Here's your opportunity. And what we have to do now is we have to be a lot more strategic around cost perspective, what we buy, how we buy it. Mm-hmm. and uh, But your pickings are there. I mean, I'm seeing just a lot more opportunity um, for options, for the ability to get under contract, for the ability to maybe negotiate title expenses yeah, or a little cost bit of closing. Yeah. I mean, so that window is there because this is not going to last long. Again, economically, we can't sustain inflation and high interest rates, right? Mm-hmm. This has to be temporary, and then they're going to level back out. Now, are they going to hit 2.5% again? I doubt that unless we're in a really bad spot. Um, it doesn't make sense mortgage lenders to be that low on interest rates, so it has to make sense. But even if we come down to the fours, four and a halves, I think we're still healthy. But regardless, um, if you can sustain cost right now mm-hmm. for a year, 18 months, two years, refinance that bad boy mm-hmm. down, mm-hmm. Uh, get rid of PMI all of a sudden, maintain 5 to 8% appreciation rate, mm-hmm. you're still in the good. Because when here's the, it doesn't make sense for me. If you're in a buyer in good position, now you may not like paying it, but if you can afford it, mm-hmm. and if it's in your budget, and if the ratios make sense, then go ahead and pick up the stock. Go ahead and pick up the share of land. Hold that bad boy because when the frenzy comes back, mm-hmm. or even when the you know the the stability comes back, mm-hmm. uh, all of a sudden 
you know, everybody's out running again. You don't want to buy when everybody's buying. You mm-hmm. want to buy when it's slowing down. You want to mm-hmm. sell when everybody's buying. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's a really good opportunity, especially on the buyer side. And for the seller right now, I think ultimately um, you have to price aggressively. We're, you know, I've still seen some listings. I've called agents and I said, "Hey, what's what's justification on this price right now?" And you know, we've been well. They just they still think it's an old market and they just kind of want to throw it. Well, you can't do that now. Now you have to be very intentional and strategic um, with uh, pricing competitively because remember, there's more competition now sure, yeah. on the seller side. So I think it's just really repositioning. Um, obviously, affordability is going to be something that a buyer going to have to consider um but um all in all sellers have made great gains um for the last three years so i think they're okay um but buyers if you're in position if you've still been planning i mean this is your time to grab it interest mm-hmm. rate is temporary uh we can get rid of that uh within the next couple of years and i think you know you still have a you still able to get Nashville real estate so i love um, that yeah. and that's what we're talking about too you know affordability and comfort right Re- remove change the narrative instead of talking about rate you know, talk about mm-hmm. the affordability. You know, you can truly purchase this beautiful home mm-hmm. and feel comfortable in it, mm-hmm. right? These sentences over. Like, that's great. You right. know, and like you said, what goes up must come down. Refinancing is an option, which right. is a lot less expensive than what some people are wanting to buy their rates down and stuff and, and pay all these points. Right. Um, it's cheaper to refinance when the market does, you know, shift. And so talking with, you know, a qualified lender about amount of interest that you're possibly would be paying for the first two years, you know, what would that be? you know, and then, you know, looking at a buy down if you want to do that. Um, the STEP program is a tool that we're using right now for the folks that just want to kind of re um, organize their budget in a way that they need a couple years or even 12 months, you know, saving somebody $225. Can you plus. explain that for people uh, with a STEP program? Yeah. So what, whatever today's interest rate is, you know, the lender and real estate agent and seller, all parties contributed. They can, if they, if they want to, um, can work on and or the buyer can go ahead and pay to lessen that interest rate a full point for the first 12 months. And so that buys you 12 months to kind of reorganize your budget, right? So, you know that that car payment is done in six months from now or, you know, the student loans, you know, are over in four months. But right now you might feel like that's a little tight, you know, and so reorganizing and saving a little bit of money today. We did a calculation. It's about over $4,500 in interest, um, just doing your average, you know, median uh, run and about two twenty-five wow. a month. Um in uh, a monthly savings. And so that's helping those folks. Now, for me as a lender and as a professional, I'm saying, okay, yes, your payment's less than 225, but if you, you have two options, you can just not pay 225, for the next 12 months if you want. Um, or you can slowly increase that to get to a comfortable level of making the higher payment, you know, um, or you can just know that you're going to have it boost up. Now, the two-year buys them those two years, right? So just in case the market does shift, you know, um, and, and in two years, then all of a sudden, then you refinance, you know, right. and then you, right. you nothing has changed because you had the low interest rate for the first two years um, and then refinance after. So there's tools out there to definitely help help buyers feel more comfortable. So, TG, I see you on all forms of social media. Mm-hmm. Is that where you're getting you're the, famous. the bulk of your business? Or tell me, tell me again. I know you're coming from an open book source that you want to. You care about new new agents, helping them get started. You recognize that you're sowing seed, and and uh, you'll reap a re- re- reward in that. So, tell me what uh, if you're if you're talking with a newer agent, 
How are they getting? How are you going to help them get business? Yeah, um, I am. So it's funny because I, I, we just uh, brought on a team member this year. This was totally unexpected. I was actually planning on doing it next year, but this is conversations we have to have. I told you you were yeah. ready, though. Well, you know, <laughs> you, you did, and it, it's it's so crazy though the the the, the thing behind it. We can talk about that in a second, but. Um, I think, uh, first off, just presence is going to be important right now. You have to be visible. You can't just get the license and then say, watch the business come. Mm-hmm. You can't just post one Facebook post on your personal page mm-hmm. and say, watch the business come. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't um, not share your successes uh, because if I don't know you're doing this every day, I'm probably not going to be first in line to call you um, so I think just being present like we say touching those platforms but another thing too is really getting connected within your community that's going to be a big thing right now uh, is just kind of being in different organizations it could be being uh, in different um, um, uh, workplaces or it could be um, going in uh, just socializing at different events but you have to really really be connected I've been in Nashville 12 years now and those relationships between church between university uh, between friendships between work buddies uh, between colleagues other professionals I've connected with have started really paying their dividends and so if you're new to a particular demographic, uh, or if you're new to a community, it really makes sense to get plugged and just authentically as well. But another thing, too, even with that, is that, you know, it's important to make sure that consistency in relationship is important. So mm-hmm. if you just pop up to a mixer, right, how many mixers, one-off mm-hmm. mixers have we been to? It's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, I went for fun night, but, you know, I don't expect much from this, right? But it's other groups like, um, you know, Chamber of Commerce mm-hmm. or Business Networkers International, BNI, you know, those groups where you have to consistently be involved um, with one another right. um, uh, really starts kind of helping you get integrated in, in different markets. So, um, but between social media, uh, between connecting with my city and community, uh, and then also to just uh, being able to give back. Uh, a lot of people remember the impact that you leave when you go and volunteer, when you go and speak um, to a group of students or you know people that are trying to do what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, those little relationships, just giving back to your community, have a principle to them, and I think that always comes back full fold. So. Um, yeah, but uh, but here's the other thing too. Here's the other thing too. I was talking to my. Uh, I've, I've got a partner down in Chattanooga. We do business together sometimes. And one thing I'm 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 I'm, I'm and I'm and I'm preaching. I'm living what I'm preaching here. But you have to really now as an agent have to invest in your business. You cannot just keep doing this thing for free. Mm-hmm. You cannot just look for well. I don't want to put money. I don't want to spend marketing. Everything I do is referral based. You've got to put some investment into sure, yeah. consistent marketing Thank and you. campaigns Thank and you. presence and business cards and boards and signs and you have to look like a professional mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. Uh, and the whole kind of winging the business is not really going to work anymore um, sellers especially and, with this adjustment that's happening there's no right. way yeah, there's no, no way. way they're, no they're going to be able to separate the difference yeah. and you know when like, like you say when the getting was good you know, yeah, you could get one of the funniest analogies. An untrained monkey can sell in this market. And so, uh, you know, this is one of, sitting on a huddle call, and I was just like, I thought that was well, the people, thing. Well, people were but, getting, you know, a little brazen in the fact that, well, I sold a house in a day. You know, I had to, I mean, I had to right. straight. Well, right now, an untrained monkey could do that. 
No, but, so, but a monkey can't now. No, so. no, you can't. I mean, you have to really be on top of it, too. Yeah. Just even, too, I'm telling folks, like, what are you doing? I'll look at a $700,000 house on the market, and I see cell phone photos. Mm-hmm. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, are you kidding me? It's and you want to sell this house? And, you know, it's, it's been on the market, you know, three weeks, four weeks, and it's a gorgeous mm-hmm. house, but lighting's terrible, et cetera. Yeah. You can't do that stuff anymore. So I think really putting actual dollars into your business on a consistent monthly basis is going to make you stand out. And I've that's one thing that's kind of helped me expedite. I've been full-time two years, but ever since I started, I've had business accounts and operation money and reinvested and spent the money. Mm-hmm. And that has kept things moving consistently, mm-hmm. even when, you know, somebody else may have had more experience or whatnot. Um, just staying knowledgeable and then investing in the platforms uh, is going to really pay dividends. Don't you well, love the, Don't you love the fact he's treating like a business? That's Jason. what I was going to say. You know, we talk about it all the time. And I think mm-hmm. when the world's so busy, you know, to step back, we have no time to step back and yeah. create the foundations and, you know, reorganize so we can run our business like a business. This mm-hmm. is what we hear a lot, right? Yeah. When we train and coach people, but to hear like, this is why you do that because right. when times mm-hmm. shift, you are ready. Like you're not going to miss a beat. Yeah. You know, right. we got to go and, 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 and it's going to be fine. You're just going to um, add a couple things here, sprinkle a little bit of this there, and you're going to keep moving. And you're already probably thinking two steps ahead. Like you're thinking, you know, third quarter, you know, for yep. me, fourth quarter already, yep. you know, yep. game planning and strategizing, yep. you know, on what's going to, to happen. So, so TG, I can't go on uh, LinkedIn without seeing your smile. <laughs> how, do you, how do you make that happen? Well, man, are you investing secrets. in your business again? Is that how that shout happens? out to? Well, you know, um, everything I'm doing again, consistency matters to people mm-hmm. because what? Well, that's what I'm saying. I can't what, go to LinkedIn. What? Ha- <laughs> see, everybody else is see everybody who's inviting me into their one once once me whatever they call it. Right, they're marketing for you. Right, because when I click on that and then erase them. Guess who's smiling there? <laughs> Mr. T.J. Ojohoman. Yeah, I mean, and I'm, ultimately, sometimes it may seem like overkill when you share your successes uh, or those stories behind, you know, those victory laps. But, I mean, I'm going to tell you, when people start kind of going through the funnel of who they want to talk to about real estate, it's like, my goodness, TJ looks like he knows what he's doing. Exactly. Even if I don't. Exactly. I mean, you're seeing the successes of me helping other people win. Right. And I think that consistency and visibility mm-hmm. give people confidence to have a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. And they feel like, you know, you can be approached, right? Because we always kind of give a gentle lead into it. I don't ever guilt people into real estate. Well, especially with, so. with uh, building yourself out as the teaching real, national teaching realtor. Right. I right. think that takes down any pretense that you wouldn't, right. you wouldn't want a you know, conversation you know? right right yeah well i mean my my job is to is to guide and it's so crazy i mean all the conversations i have when people are saying what do you think i should do i always say well you got two or three options because you do if somebody's telling you it's a one pigeonhole situation uh that's where they don't feel comfortable that's where they feel like well my realtor told me or the lender said or it's only once but i'm like no let me let me go over some options with you mm-hmm. and then you mm-hmm. take your pick and whether mm-hmm. it's me involved or not mm-hmm. here's how you can win mm-hmm. and that builds trust so I know you um, work that way as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm just I'm a big fan of Donald Miller. <laughs> he is like, <laughs> do, you, do you know who that is? I know Donald Miller. I of mean, course. you're just like all about it. I'm just like, it's all about the guide over here. He's yeah. so, that's so good. So being the guide is key. You know, being mm-hmm. the teaching real mm-hmm. estate agent, I mm-hmm. think is is 
amazing. Like, what a great idea, mm-hmm. you know, with, with what that is. So I, I think you're on to something. I think that uh, we all can learn a little something about take a step back, continue to just offer value, right? Um, share that there's lots of options out there in today's market because th- there is and talk more about affordability. TJ, thank you for joining us today. It's always a pleasure to have you on, brother. I love the fact that you're doing this organically and you're loving people and you're teaching people and you're coming from a place of abundance. And now you're adding to your team and I'm seeing another, you know, success happening here because you're leading this person by the hand through the through the industry, uh, which is so critical to have a great mentor like you is is a God thing, you know. Well, she's she's great, and uh, it's just it's really been a joy. And you know what's crazy is sometimes there's that skepticism when you kind of start expanding and bringing other people in, right? It's like, well, I got to start giving up money now, mm-hmm. and uh, when is my going to be enough? But I have had my best year investing in her. I mean, so it's just, it's been one of those things, but I, I, I think if you invest people and you do things the right way and bring others along for the journey. Uh, It'll all work out in the end. Every for time. Sure. Amen. Every, every time. time. There you go. So, so good. Proud of you, man. Thank you. Thanks, and thank guys. you, everybody, for joining us. We welcome you back. You've been listening to the talk of Music City Real Estate.